Taco Brothers Podcast. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Talk, Talk, Talk of Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And now your hosts, Gody and Smash. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Go D. It's your boy, Smash, coming at you. We want to welcome you guys to the Talker Brothers Podcast. We got we got Peace of Stan on the line, y'all. We got, <laughs> we got Moses Jones. Uh, he's an actor, yes, editor. Um, he's a motivational speaker, and he's an up-and-coming uh, he's up and coming in the in the in the Hollywood scene, and give them all a round of applause. <laughs> What's up, Moses? How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. Man, blessed. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to make it. You know, out here grinding. I don't know where that's for so. Any uh, <laughs> anything exciting over the holidays? Well, you know, uh, I don't. I'm from Indiana, mm-hmm. so uh, I was I reside in Atlanta, but I'm from Indiana, and. Um, I got to go back to uh, Indiana for Thanksgiving. I don't get to go up there too often. So that was great because I had to see all my little cousins, my auntie's cousins, uh, family like that, mom and everything. Hey, so what school you went to in Indiana, man? I went to Ball State University. And so uh, most people aren't familiar with that unless you're from the Midwest. Because, uh, you know, all of the Indiana, Indiana schools get overlooked by IU, Purdue, and Notre Dame. So, okay. but uh, yeah, we, we down there, Ball State, up in Muncie. Yeah. And my, my homeboy, he from uh, Indiana, he went to, what do you say, Anderson High or Anderson Highland or something? Oh, like yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he north of India, Indianapolis. But yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with Anderson. My, one of my good buddies from Anderson. And where you where you at in Atlanta now? Where you stay? So I stay right outside Atlanta. It's, uh, well, let me say, I, you know, Atlanta, the actual city of Atlanta is small. So I stay in Mableton. Um, but I mean, I'm 20 minutes from downtown, if that, you know. I, so, uh, nah, but, yeah, I'm, I know where you at. I'm from uh, I'm from Stone Mountain. Oh, OK. Yeah, you're from the other <laughs> side, man. Snow Mountain east side. out there. Yeah. Nah, east side. That's 20 minutes from Atlanta. Right, right. That's what. But Stone Mountain, though Stone Mountain, I feel like Stone Mountain, like forty minutes from downtown. Nah, yeah, it, it ain't that. I guess, but <laughs> uh, I guess. Nah, <laughs> we. Hey, Stone Mountain all day, east side, the best side. You know? <laughs> hey, we claim it, bro. Rep it. <laughs> we, we go back and forth, east side, west side. Dudes go back and forth in Atlanta about that all the time. So yeah, yeah, I hear that. I, that's not all I hear. I, I was uh, down here one time. I said, because, uh, you know, Indiana ain't like that. Like, there's parts of the West Side. People rep parts of the West Side. But I, I was asking somebody here, I was like, um, so where, I was like, where are you from? They said, West Side. I was like, oh, so does that mean you're from Bankhead? And they looked at me crazy. They were like, I said West Side. And I'm like, oh, sh- I ain't know that everything <laughs> was just included. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so you got to know, the, know yeah. your surroundings a little bit better. You got to know your surroundings. <laughs> yeah, like, I said West Side. Yeah, okay. looking at you like you didn't know, right? <laughs> Maybe like, hey, hey Charlie, where you from, folk? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you, you worked on on uh, acrimony. How was it? How was mm-hmm. it working with Tyler Perry? Man, it was that was fun. It was different. 
um, because you know uh, I had, I've been blessed to work on a few different sets, both indie and major, right? So mm-hmm. on a smaller level and on a bigger level. And he's one of the fastest directors I've ever worked with. And what I mean by that is, I'm sure you'll hear this from many people that work on his sets. It's very very fast paced not necessarily for the actors but when he's ready to shoot um he's ready to shoot and so it's just very like when it's go time it's go time from you just see a lot of people moving and so it was it was a little different but it was cool he was respectful It it was cool it was cool so we're i don't remember what movie it was and i watched tyler perry on he was at the ford i forgot what with the he was a guest speaker and he gave a story he gave a story about after they wrapped the show up he did a he did a cash giveaway you know because you you know everybody think if you're in hollywood you just these rich guys you're making all this money and and everybody's rich right but we know that's not right and you 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 are you a union uh, actor, so you definitely know it's not the truth, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, I wish I was at that cash. Right. But, but what he said, I was, that's, that's my question. Were you there when he was just handing out cash? He gave over like $10,000 to the cast for just saying thank you for, for doing a good job at the close, of the, the close of the show. I can't remember what movie he was working on at the time. But you, well, I can tell you it wasn't acrimony. I can, <laughs> I can fully assure you it was not acrimony. <laughs> you was in um, you was in a uh, night school as well, right? Yeah, man. And uh, I got what to work with Kevin Hart. What part in night school? What would you play in that one? So uh, I was uh, uh, just as it was a uh, what was an African American guy that was the credited title, but uh, yeah, I but, saw that. So, <laughs> yeah, right. But um, towards the middle, middle of the movie, when when Kevin is is with the chicken suit, um, I come out from the restaurant, uh, to drive up from the restaurant. We have a small exchange about him wearing that chicken suit. Oh, so, uh, okay, okay. I know what you're talking about now because I saw that. Yeah. And I, okay. <laughs> so you you played so you played a random guy role to a team. You not don't let him. Don't let him box you in. Moses. Don't, don't let him box me in, right? right? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> they typecasting you, bro. <laughs> Bruh, when I was in barbershop, I was the, the guy with the itch. Yeah. On the African-American guy. Uh, <laughs> staying on Atlanta. They just keep putting me to random part. Right. You're right. I got to fix that. I got to fix that. And we just, fixed it a little bit with Teddy Riley and Bobby Yeah, Brown. man. I want to get into that, man. I want to get in that. Um... That was a dope scene. How, how did you go about um, getting into that character to play Teddy Riley? You know, for us older guys, we, we probably, we're not going to speak our age, but we're older. Than right. <laughs> but that was one of the iconic, that was like a, a shift in, in music for uh-huh. us. You know, going from R&B to class of R&B and hip hop, and he was like the godfather of that. So right. how were, how was it? What did you do to actually mimic him? And, and did did he say, man, you played me terribly? Well, uh, thankfully, I haven't heard him say or anybody from his camp say that they disagreed <laughs> with the choice that was chosen for the movie. Right. Um, so I haven't heard that. But but, you know, that that role in general was just a a brand new experience for me. It was the first time that I feel like I had a role where I could go on social media and actually look at people talking about me that didn't know me. Good right. and bad. I mean, I got screenshots of both. There were people that 
that really enjoyed my performance and look, and there were people that did not feel I should have been there. So, um, <laughs> but it was, so that was an experience in itself. Being on set and actually having to not just impersonate a character that I'm creating, but impersonate a real life person that is very, very popular. I, I even, even I know he's definitely popular for the older generation. Uh, he may not be popular for teenagers, right. but if you're not a teenager, you hey, know who, you know the name Teddy yeah, Riley. Man, we, you know we, what we, I'm saying? You talk about New Jack Swing, man. That's Teddy right. Riley all day, and that's like I said, yeah. that was like uh, I'm a big music head. I'm a big movie buff and TV TV uh -huh. watcher. So um, that was like, man, this is this is dope to see them intertwine. How you know we we knew Bobby Brown worked with him, but we didn't, right. we I didn't know. You know, once you they pubbed it, you didn't know if that aspect of of how he left New Edition going into um, yeah. his own sound with New Jack, the New Jack Swing era, how that would play, how that would intertwine. So they did a really good job of I mean, you did a you did a really good job of of, of playing the part. And again, I don't know Teddy Riley, I just know of him, mm -hmm. so I don't know his mannerisms. You know what goes into acting? You the actor, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I say this. I say this. Um, the, the most difficult thing because I was all excited I'm like alright this part I really get to like go and, and dive into deep research about yeah. um, but the hardest thing was because back in the day around the age range that I was playing for Teddy Riley mm. he wasn't big on doing interviews so if you if you think of when he was around that age that early 20s age you won't find that many videos of him doing interviews because he purposely tried not to and so um, I could find a lot of interviews on him now as an older man. And that's what I, I had to use for like his voice and to try and, and, and get as much mannerisms as I could from that. But, but th that part was difficult because it wasn't much I could pull from for the age range I was playing. Okay. Um, but, uh, but it was still, it was still a fun experience. So, so was that like the, not, not, it's not a leading role. Was, was that the first role that you've played where you want the random guy? Uh, I would say that, yeah. And and it's funny because um, even though that's not the last movie I was in that came out, mm -hmm. um, but my roles that I've, that I've booked have steadily increased. So Bobby Brown was the last film, uh, TV, TV film that I, uh, that I filmed. And um, that's been my biggest role to date. So it's, it's good if you look at my trajectory of, of the roles I've booked and where I've been to get to Teddy Riley. That's a nice size role. And now, you know, prayfully, my roles either stay that size or get larger from there. So that's where we're trying to get me now is, is those size roles are larger. So, yeah, that was definitely like the first like, whoa, like, let's take some moment. I got some nice screen time, you know, multiple scenes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be here for a while, y'all. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, you like you said, you you playing the random guy, but hey, you you've been the random guy in some hit shows and hit and some yeah. nice movies. So it ain't like you random guy in like uh, Tales from the Hood three or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> you you in some big movies with Tyler Perry and stuff. What really got you into acting in the beginning, though? Man. um, it's, it's crazy. I always knew, <laughs> excuse me, I always knew from an early age that I wanted to do something that would be like 
uh, persuasive, right? Or that that would have the ability to uh, influence somebody's mind. And so for before I wanted to be an actor, I used to want to be a pastor uh, when I was in high school. Um, and then um, I remember I did this play my junior year and it was Cinderella. I had this really small part with just one of the four horsemen, but we did this dance that I remember like was so like different. Like you just wouldn't have expected to see it in a Cinderella play. And so many people came up to us after the play and was like, that was their favorite part of the play. And that was my first time realizing how much the stage and film and television can influence people. So I did another play my following year and I was like, I think this is what I want to do. And then went to college, did some work there. And But, but it started all with that play. That's when I first uh, got bit by the acting bug. Okay. So you think you're ready for a uh... A main role character uh, now, you know. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, although I haven't had that much large, uh, that much larger roles on the major screen, I've definitely had a nice share of work on the independent level. You know what I'm saying? So I've I've had the opportunity to do work with uh, uh, as a lead role on some independent, um, you know, web series or or short films or or feature films. I've definitely seen what it's like to have uh, uh, a good amount of dialogue like like a, or to know how to carry a story right, right. so um but i'm all about you know being a, a student of the craft and and i don't mind the work up until you know the part that is for me is for me you know what i'm saying so okay. uh, i'm all about the work yeah that's what's up so and yeah, no. and I, I see that you you have the uh, what is it the real guru correct Yes, sir. And and I like that, man. I like that you're not just focused on just being an actor, that you're trying to be that 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 well-rounded actor, producer. You're trying to get on every platform. You're trying to maximize your talent. Um, right. What is your vision? What is your goal for, for making that happen for, for the real guru? Man, so... I mean, it's like you hit it on the head. The, 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 when I see my vision said and done, I like to think of it as something like like how you see Ben Affleck or more like how you see like Forrest Whitaker and Denzel doing now, how these, these actors had this successful actor career um, and then they branched off and now you see them having successful director and producer careers as well. But I, I don't like to use those guys too much as examples. I like what Michael B. Jordan is doing now because he's a younger guy who's had a nice acting career, but as he's still young, he's now producing and, and uh, producing his own content like Fahrenheit 451. You know what I'm saying? Like that's produced by his company. Uh, he's the executive producer on that. And he's he's a younger, uh, Nate Parker, another one um, uh, with, uh, what was the movie? Um, uh, I can't remember, but the, but the movie that uh, ended up selling for, I think 110 million. Um, it was just it was just these young guys that are now getting into producing and directing and that's what i'm trying to do now um so with the real guru i, I try to do a lot the real guru itself is an actor's platform for where we do demo reels and mm -hmm. self-taping um okay. and it gives me the opportunity to continue working and honing that directorial skill um, just even in the sense of auditions, just helping actors focus in their auditions and when they're putting together their demo reels. But I've had the opportunity to create a few short films and um, and just work. I mean, my degree is in film and television uh, production, so I just enjoy that avenue of filmmaking as well. So actor filmmaker, that's that's what I'm trying to be, and not hopefully not by fifty. You know what I mean? So. Right. Are you you trying to write scripts or? 
Absolutely, absolutely. I, and there are a few that uh, I'm writing now. Um, uh, yeah, there, there's quite a few that I'm writing now. And once the time, once they're fully fleshed out and developed, because if it's something I can't stand, is if I audition for someone's project, and I, and I'll be that one to say that I've done this. I'll audition for someone's project because their log line or their synopsis of the script sounds good. So I'll audition and then I'll get the script and I'll see how how the characters are not fully fleshed out or how the story isn't fully developed. Mm -hmm. And I'll pull out. I'll say, you know what, I'm sorry. I, you know, really? I'm, I'm going to have to pull out of the project. Really? Yeah, man. <laughs> because, because what happens is it then becomes a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, think of, especially as, as you guys as movie buffs, how many times have you watched a movie and you're just like, ah, oh, this, why did they do that? That makes no sense. Right. That That's just a, and now you hating the movie. You hate everybody that's in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you're, and you're <laughs> looking at everybody that's a part of it and it's trash. And, and, and I, I just don't want to be a part of things. And, and like I see that, that more, I, I see that more on, sometimes it's just, in movies, it's a, it's a compact amount of time to make that character right. come to life and, and get to the point. But I see right. it, I see it even worse in TV shows. It's like they stumble yeah, they stumble over themselves for four or five episodes before the character ever becomes to life and before you be, that character endears themselves to you. And that is is a huge. So I didn't really think that you guys are that's news to me that you guys are turning stuff down like you say, man, I don't see the end I don't see the end game to this character. And I'm I'm Yeah, out. man. <laughs> Yeah, if it, if it don't make sense or if it's something they don't agree that I don't agree with morally, mm -hmm. um, it's it's something. Whenever I'm talking to actors, I'm I'm always like, you got to be able to take control of your career, at, no matter what level you're at. Mm -hmm. Always feel comfortable to take control of your career. Um, I was uh, I was uh, on uh, another podcast and I was talking with them stakes is high, and he asked me, he was like, uh, would you do a gay role? And I was like, I have nothing against homosexual individuals. But for me to do a gay role, like the amount of emotion and effort I would have to put into making that character believable, that's not something I, I want to do. So I would turn it down in a in a heartbeat. Um, and it, and he's like, really, man, I just, you know, he was, a lot of people have this impression that especially when you're in the early stages, you just got to be ready to gobble up anything that comes to you yep. and, and just get that work. And it's like, no, man, you gotta, you gotta start early. Even though these characters I've done are random, um, none of them would put me in a box that would, would begin to like characterize who I am as a person. They're just quick characters you may laugh at and then you, you're back to watching the story, right? Okay. I don't want to do some character where when you're done with the movie, you may still be thinking about my character and and it's something I don't agree with. Yep. So and I'm hence yeah. hence Pizza Stand. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I right. do like I do like the way you politically Broke down that uh, you ain't doing a gay role because that, that's most. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying because I always yeah. say stuff like that too. Like, I, I see when actors are, you know, stretch their ability to play that. But like you're saying, I, I've watched mo the movies and shows and I've seen where you, it's not believable. And I'm like, couldn't they yeah. just, when they got a gay guy to play this role? Like, right, man. <laughs> right. I think there's so many people out there. And I will say this though, like, there's there's the gay roles, which are the flamboyant gay roles that we w that we think of, kind of like um like you might see on uh, Star. 
But then there's the other roles where they don't want the. These are the ones that, that uh, I've seen some some breakdowns for where they they want the character to come off kind of like I don't know if you guys ever watched Brokeback Mountain, but how Heath Ledger played in Brokeback Mountain. Like if you didn't from the onset, you wouldn't know that he was gay. And I don't I actually think from the onset you wouldn't know that Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal was gay neither. And so there's a lot of times where. Those roles might be difficult sometimes for uh, a homosexual man to play, especially if they're flamboyant because they're used to the mannerisms that they've been doing. But all in all, okay. it just ain't for me. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's um, what's in the what's in the, the hopper for you right now? What you got cooking going forward? So right now, man, I'm back on the audition grind. The last movie I was in that just came out was The Hate You Give, man. Um, and uh, that was that was an awesome movie, awesome movie. Love what they did with that. Um, so so everything I've been in has now came out. Um, so I'm still on the audition grind. I turned in a, a nice audition for some new shows that they got coming out here this week. Uh, not, I mean, I turned in this week some auditions for some new shows that are coming out, mm. and uh, and we'll see what happens, man. But, but I will say this though, when it comes to like auditioning with acting. Um, like if from 20 let's say 15 to, to 2017 those three years i probably averaged i don't know eight to ten auditions a month and that was between t- tv film commercial like corporate videos all of that mm-hmm. and so you're talking 100 somewhere between 100 115 auditions a year and out of that i might book you know, one, two, two or three film projects a year. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily because I'm a horrible actor. Because um, <laughs> that could be what someone thinking. They could just be like, well, bro, you just suck. Like, you just need to get better. Um, but but it's also like, you know, there's, there's, there is a numbers game to it. But, but all in all, I'm just saying, like, there's a ton of auditions that we put in that, you know, we... Like, I've had the opportunity to be on the other side uh, for casting. And when I tell you it's real, that sometimes a a producer would be like, yeah, I don't want that person. They're too pretty. Uh, Actually, that that person's not pretty enough. They're too tall. They're too short. They're too dark. They're too light. Like, this is the one industry where it's okay to say, I don't want to hire you because you remind me of somebody I don't like. And there's nothing wow. you can do about it. You know what I'm saying? It, you just so can't. It, and you it have actually to gets it. personal. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. And and it's so it's it's it, 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 it's a fine line because you don't. Or at least for me, I'm not gonna be a kiss up to anybody. But um, I, I'll never forget when I first moved to Atlanta. I sat down with this guy who was doing a lot of independent work. And he was like, uh, uh, let me say, I don't know if he was homosexual, uh, but if he would have told me he was homosexual, I wouldn't have been surprised, right? Right. And uh, he was like, let me just be honest with you, man. He was like, the uh, your personality, he was like, I can see a lot of men probably trying to hit on you. And he was like, what you don't want to do, mm. you don't want to like snap on somebody excuse me and get yourself blackballed he was like so just turn people down politely he was like it's all about how you respond to people and that was big for me because i'm sure you guys can attest just in your normal mind if somebody comes at you incorrect you already have processed how you're going to respond you know what i mean yeah right 
Yeah. And so that was just nice to hear. Like, all right, you're right. I do got to think before I say things to people uh, and make sure that I'm never like leaving someone with a negative uh, uh, thought of me because you never know when that person will come back and be somebody that, you know, is a decision maker. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, I could think yeah. that I would think that the, the saying, you know, the same people you see going up, you'll see the same people going back down. So oh, I, I think that would play heavy in, in, in the, the movie industry. In the film yeah, industry, man. and I, it seems like it's such a small window. So, yeah. so you said that you went through all every year that you're going through hundreds of of um, casting roles, going through casting. So, mm-hmm. at, at what point in time in your career did you say, you know what? Call mom on the phone, mama. I'm coming back to Indiana. If I don't get this break, <laughs> I'm coming home. So, at what point in time did you? Get to that point, and then what time, at what point did it just break for you? Like, you know, like, yeah, I definitely have a career in film. Um, well, let me, I don't know if I, if I had gotten to that point where I ever was like, I want to go back to Indiana. Um, just be, or, or just because I just, uh, going back to Indiana just wasn't an option for me. Um, especially because me and my, my wife, we moved out here to Georgia. My wife's from Colorado. I'm from Indiana. We moved out here. We didn't have anybody. Mm. So for I, for us to move back to one of those two locations would feel like failure to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I definitely know what you mean. Yeah, so <laughs> we always knew that that wasn't, though, that wasn't an option. Um, but if, there, if you're asking if there was a time when I was just like, man, this, this acting stuff is, is tough. Um, I'll say this for me I always find a way if uh if I'm not getting booked for TV and film then maybe I'm getting booked more for commercials or if I'm not getting booked for commercials then maybe I'm getting booked for corporate videos or if I'm not getting booked for any of those then I'm out doing student films but it's finding a way to keep yourself like engaged and and keep the juices flowing because once I just sit back and just say man I've been through all these auditions I ain't booking nothing then, or I'm not booking what I want to book, which is TV and film, then it's just like, oh, you know, then that's when depression can start to set in. I think earlier this year, which is so funny because this year was when I had the majority of projects released. I mean, I had Atlanta come out earlier this year, Acrimony came out, uh, Bobby Brown and Night School came out in September, The Hate You Give came out October, I had a few commercials releasing in the summer. Like, it was like, I had a lot of projects coming out this year, but, <laughs> excuse me, I, I didn't feel like I was working that much because all those projects outside of Bobby Brown, I filmed a year ago or two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, so this year I'm like, man, I'm not working. You know, what's wrong with me? Maybe I'm not doing something right. You know, and and uh, it was like I said, I wasn't engaged. I wasn't doing a lot of outside stuff. I was kind of like really just relying on my auditions. And... Uh, and you do start to fit that, especially I've been in acting for a long time now. Um, but as far as full time here in Atlanta for about five, six years. And so it's just like, oh, man, like, like, what am I doing? And then you do. And I got a family. I got small kids. So there, sometimes those thoughts can creep in to be like, man, do I just need to go go pick up corporate so my kids are grown and then come back? And it's just like, no, no, you, you know, and I, I'll say this, too. I'm a, I'm a huge believer. I'm a huge Christian. Huge, uh, and I feel like every time I really get down and doubt like that, 
God has shown me something to be like, uh-uh, I put you on this path for a reason. Stay mm-hmm. pressed, keep going. And, and he'll always do that. When when you're not doing an acting job and you're in, in between roles or whatever, how do you how do you pay your bills? Like, what do you do? <laughs> oh, yeah, I am uh, uh, good with uh, finessing myself into a lot of, like, call center jobs if I need if I need to if it's been that kind of time I'll finesse myself into some like call center job for a minute um, get out when I need to um, <laughs> I'll Uber <laughs> if I need to you yeah. know what I'm saying like okay. I'll just pick up a lot of side gigs I, I'm definitely never beyond being humbled like you know what I'm saying Yes. Morgan Freeman said it best he was like he had some big movie come out and he was like uh, <laughs> movie came out he's in the unemployment office somebody next to him was like yeah, didn't I just see you in that movie? He was like, yeah. Dude was like, what you doing here? I'm getting my check like you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, you never can get too, like, or at least for me, I'm never going to be a, get to a point where I'm not able to be, uh, where I'm not humble, because then that's when you get humbled in a way you don't want to get humbled, you yeah. know? Yeah, so, so, so at my house, it's the same thing at your house, too. Uh, Moses, you know you gotta get up and work, do some work, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, fools don't hit this plate with, by a miracle, right? That's right. <laughs> but that's good, man, to hear that you you're humble enough to know that you know I just can't sit around because it's, it's it's hard for somebody. I would suspect for somebody, whether they're athlete or entertainer or 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 whatever field that they're they're aspiring to be in, to accept the fact that hey something's better than just shooting a blank you know so right that's man that's that's real that's dope that's that's real good man i'm glad the listeners got a chance to hear that for those that's aspiring to be um whatever they're in that you know it's, there's no shame in your game to actually get up and go out and get something if even yeah. though without 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 compromising your dream that's that's awesome, mm-hmm. that's yeah. awesome. absolutely absolutely and and i will say i think I think sometimes I talk to people now and and granted, I am in a a completely blessed situation. Like my wife is beyond 100 percent support of my uh, aspirations. Right. And so um, she helps me a lot with with the kids when I need to be away a lot. I mean, she's just fully 100 percent support of my decision in the fact that she knows that if I do, if I'm having a long stretch of, of not having a job uh, or an acting job and I pick up some other job and it comes to me having an audition or me going to this job and keeping this job, she knows I'm going to choose that audition over that job. And um, and she's fully supported that because she knows we didn't move to Georgia for me to go become some manager or something that somebody's called. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she knows that's not what we're here for. She knows right. what, what the goal right. is and uh, and we stick to it. Um, but we ain't be, I'm not out here being crazy. I'm not just out here just like, oh, I didn't book some things, so I'm not going to work at all. Yeah, like you said, man, at the end of the day, we still got to eat. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I watch you, um, your, 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 uh, what is it? Drawing a blank. Your Instagram handle is Mojo uh-huh. the Don. Yeah. And it's funny, man, because I watched you have, is that your daughter that's, yeah. that's doing the skits with you? Yeah, she just started doing something with me, yeah. Yeah, so she's a little ham herself, so is that something that <laughs> that, that she's pursuing, or that's something that she, or you guys just just uh, organically started doing and be like, you know what, I think we need to fill some of these these snippets with us, with our daily life? Um, so she's 
I noticed that she'll watch some of the stuff that I do, and I noticed that she has a really good memory. She'll recall something from an audition she may see me recording with someone a week or so later that she might have only seen once or twice. I'm like, okay, um, memory is great in acting if that wasn't already apparent, right? And so if, if a young child, if I see that she has a good memory, I'm like, okay. But one thing I don't want to do is I don't want to force it on her. Um, and one, because I don't have the patience for children, um, to be honest. Like, uh, so if I, there's so much work that goes into to being successful in this industry that if, so, if I meet someone and they're just kind of halfway in, halfway out, we really don't have much to talk about. Like until someone, until you can tell me like I'm all in, then I don't really think we need to converse. And so when I when I look at her and if I ask her and if if I don't feel like she's really like all in, all in, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push it on her. But if I if I think of a skit like the one that, that you saw, um, and I'm like, oh, this could be cool, and I'm like, let's try it out. And she has fun. I think, like, all right, well, you know, let's try another. And and that's the way I look at it. Um, we'll just keep trying it out and, until she's like, all right, this is what I want to do. Right. Okay. Yeah, so she she's on. You on to something, man? She on to something. That's, <laughs> that's good that you're not pressuring her, but it's just like letting it happen organically. If she wants to, we'll encourage it and we'll foster that that those feelings, but not trying to be. I'm a I'm an actor, so you have to be an actor too. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> how, how old is she? She's six. Okay. Six, man. Yeah. She, she was acting. That's a good age. She was acting twelve, thirteen on that on that little skit. Yeah. <laughs> she was trying to get a little grown with you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, so what other what other things you do besides drive Uber, work at call centers, act, play the random guy? Um, what other <laughs> what other things you do outside for fun that that when you just want to get a, just relax and get away from it all? Man, I uh, I'm a I'm a big I say NBA fan. I don't say basketball because I don't follow college, don't follow high school, don't follow prospects. But I do enjoy the entertainment of the NBA, and so uh, I always enjoy looking at uh, either Bleacher Report or NBA.com if I if I'm not in front of a TV. But I enjoy like like following the NBA. So that's one thing I do. I, I enjoy going to the gym, enjoy exercising. Um, and as crazy as this may sound, I now enjoy finding a good movie to watch and just look at, look at movies or look at shows that I might come across on Netflix. And I say that because I'm not one that got in, like I told you earlier, I didn't get into acting because I saw people on TV and shows and that inspired me. I got into acting because I fell into it in a different way. And so that means that I've never, I never really was that guy that was a big movie buff or a big TV guy. And so, especially my early years, people would be naming all these actors and I'm like, I don't know who that is. And people give me that look like, oh, and, and you want to be an actor? And I'm like, yeah, you want to act it out right now? Like, what that got to do with anything? Like, uh, but, um, <laughs> like, no. challenge. What you mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, I, I remember hearing Denzel say the same thing. Now, I, I hate, I hate always referencing people like Denzel and Will Smith because those are like, like the Mike Jordans of the industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's not a whole bunch of Mike Jordans that come across the NBA. Um, but you know, he was one that was like, 
you know, he was never the one that watched a lot of movies and stuff like that. It was just something he enjoyed doing. And and now we got Denzel. Yeah, you know? and I can see that because, I mean, I, I was, growing up, I was big in sports. And as a kid, you you enjoyed playing the game, but you didn't right. you necessarily enjoyed watching the game. That happened mm-hmm. as I got older, that I got more in tune to actually want to sit down and watch my favorite team and, and actually be a fan of what you're what you love so it makes mm-hmm. it, it makes total sense it makes total sense yeah. you, you don't necessarily have to be you know totally immersed in the, the 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 visual side of it to actually want to be what you're trying to be because actually to me that plays a big part of of developing yourself becoming something uh-huh. of your own versus you because you know you're human and if you if you can start consuming you know more of of others you tend to start taking those traits as others and you come off as somebody else versus yeah. developing yourself and being your in, your own individual um, person and, and putting that spin on a character that, that you see that character should be spent as. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I meet people and they tell me they like... Not, and I'm, I'm not speaking of people that are like comedians or impersonalists. I'm talking about like actors who try to do like the dramatic and serious, but they'll be like, oh man, I'm... I do a great like Kevin Hart impression and they that'd be their thing like they want to go around and be known for being a good personator and I'm, but why like that we got Kevin Hart like you can't <laughs> be another Kevin Hart so why don't you and do something that we can remember you as not you being somebody else so it's so funny that you say that about how people can begin to um uh take on traits from people who they idolize like that so yeah absolutely absolutely man <laughs> Yeah, and you you do a, what I like, what I really like about you, and I'm not I'm not trying to powder your nuts. Excuse my French, but <laughs> <laughs> but what I do what I do like about you is that you are very diverse. Because if you sit like it took me a while once once we introduced ourselves to each other, and you know you want to go back and, and 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 get some kind of backstory and and understand who you're getting ready to interview and. What comes, what came to me is like we we fleshed out that the fact that you know you're, don't let them box you in as being the the random guy. But what it mm-hmm. also did, it showed me that you're diverse in and you can do a drama, you can do a comedy, you can do an action. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not like typecast to one genre of film. You can yeah. you can move around and you can get in there and and do a good a great job in any genre of, of film. Man, I, I appreciate that, brother. And it's so good to hear you say that because, and you know, this would be good for someone who's who's out there listening. And this is nothing, nothing at all against my wife, right? But if I would, if I, you real, I, I gotta watch how I say this. I gotta politicize this, right? But but for people out there, it's it's always good to make sure that you feel a hundred percent confident in the decisions that you make and just be careful when you're asking other people of opinions about yourself. Uh, and I joke, I, I say this and I joke with my wife all the time, but my wife will be the first to tell you that Moses Jones is not funny. Like she does not think I'm funny. She does not enjoy my comedy, right? But, but I say that like, if I would have took to heart like one of the times when she was like, say I went to her and I'm like, yo, babe, what do you think about this? Is this funny? And she's like, uh, no. And say I would have said, you know what? 
she's right. It's not funny. So I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna do it. And I asked this this small group of people who continue to tell me no, it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, then maybe now I never put out any comedy, and maybe nobody knows that that might be a, a talent that I might have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, I remember hearing John Favreau say it best. Um, he was like, he used to write a whole bunch of comedy for like like what he thought people would laugh at. And then he said, you know what? I'm going to stop doing that. And I'm going to make comedy that I laugh at. And he right. said, once he started doing that, that's when his comedy career like really started taking off. And so anything you see me put up comedy wise, that was, I made sure, because uh, when I do skits, man, I write an idea. I sit on it, sleep on it, wake up the next day, see if I still laugh at it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Then go film it, put it together, sleep on it. Do I still laugh at it? You know what I'm like? If I know that I can laugh at it, I'm good. I don't care if I get two likes on this. I'm right. gonna forever look at this and laugh at it. Yeah, but and, you, and that's what's up. yeah. You you have to throw it at the wall to see if it's gonna stick. If you don't mm-hmm. do that, then how you know if it's gonna get better? But I tell you, what's, yeah. your, what's your wife's name? Jasmine, Jasmine. So Jasmine, let me tell you, Jasmine, if you think your, fu- your husband's not funny, <laughs> I want you to go put on pizza stand. And that- <laughs> brother, oh, man. brother is funny, man. <laughs> but you know, though, you you need somebody like that that's going to be in your corner to say you ain't funny, just to keep you humble at times. Oh, you know what bro, I mean? yes, yes, <laughs> man, yes. So, and and, and I, I say that about it, but I mean, I bounce a lot of things off of her. Like, I mean, she's just she's she's a serious ear that um, that I really do. I take to in consideration for some things. You know what I'm saying? So I, I joke about the comedy thing about how she tells you she's not funny, but I really do lean on her and and take her opinion seriously. Not enough to where it's going to like decide whether or not I do something because that always should come from within. Mm-hmm. But um, but I definitely do value her opinion. And there's a few people around me that uh, and you should you should find people where um, not you, yes not can, yes men not yes men no. yes brother exactly. right exactly because it's too many of those yes you can uh, whenever I did when I did uh, I did my very first short film it was called Times Up it's on my it's on the Real Guru short YouTube page right and um, I did it. And when I would go around to people, the first thing I would say was, listen, um, I got enough people that's going to tell me this is a good project. So I want you to look at it and I want you to tell me, go ahead and start telling me subjective things about it. Because I'm I'm well educated enough and I got enough tough skin to where I can I can let things I can filter out like, uh, okay, that's that's something I can use or. Yeah, okay, that's just his opinion. I, I can let that go. You know, I, I, I got enough of that to be able to filter in and filter those apart. But what, what I never want is someone to just be around me and be like, yo, that was great. Oh, this is tight. Oh, man, you good. I, I don't need those people, man. That's my family. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm here to tell you, you need to get back to, get back and get back on the misadventures of Daniel and Bradley. Oh, man. That's great to hear, brother. Thank you. (laughs) I was awkwardly watching the episode when he wanted your draws. I was like, (laughs) man, what was these brothers? How did this conversation even come about to sit around and say, hey, man, we're going to do a skit about you want my draws. (laughs) Like, what? What uh what what inspired you <laughs> to want to do this? 
Well, <laughs> let me let me first say the other guy in that scene, Demise Hart, because uh-huh. um, we we got five episodes on on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, also under the Real Guru's page, and. I, I want to give him full credit. He's the full writer of all five of those episodes, right? And uh, but if you meet Demise, like that that kind of lingo, that's his comedy, right? Like he's just a funny a funny guy. Like when you talk to him, you like, all right, I know this dude's gonna say something crazy mm-hmm. in, in any given moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but but you know he wrote that man, and and I really enjoyed that. And it's funny we we are. Uh, we we took a different route on how we were producing it, which is why it stopped. Um, and then now we're gonna we're, we're going a different route with how we're actually gonna shoot and and put it out, which is why it's taking so long for us to do more of it. But uh, but yeah, that's definitely in the works, man. And yeah. that's so great to hear you say that, brother. I appreciate bring, bring it. Bring that back, man. Because I'm I'm big on like I said, me and Smash and I are both uh, TV movie you know movie buffs, and I'm we're big on slapstick. And just to see that slapstick comedy, it, it doesn't it doesn't resonate to everybody, but just yeah. just the awkward funny is just totally funny to me. So for <laughs> I was I was rolling, bro. He's like, man, they just get in the bed, and start tussling. Like, man, why you, you really want my drawers? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I definitely want to see you guys venture back into that because I really think that you on something, and you can see that it's it's developing, and then all of a sudden yeah. it just. It was like gone, and it, it was, yeah, man. and that's something I see just on random. You know how YouTube goes; you fall down the YouTube rabbit hole, and you, you right. come across some stuff. And that was one of the things. And it's, it's funny that okay, I said, wait, I know this dude. I've seen this dude on something, and then doing my <laughs> research, it's like, oh, he the he the the draws dude. <laughs> 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 and all of that, he's pizza stands. <laughs> oh man that's that's a blessing brother i'm glad to hear that man yeah. i appreciate your support well that's the end of part one of the moses jones interview don't forget to check out part two we have returned to claim the pyramid in on the mothership i am the mothership connection Get down in 3d light year group Get down. Hit it, fellas.